What up, beautiful people? We are back. You brutal summer DJ Saber, two British nerds. Hope everyone is well and, of course, literally doing well. So today we're going to be speaking about literally the metaphysics of Storm, and of course I'm speaking about Storm um, from the X Men. Just got the insight to do this literally yesterday. I was on my bed and I was like, Storm, yeah, 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 Storm from X Men. So let's get cracking on with the metaphysics of literally of Storm. So Storm is a very compassionate, kind, warm person. Um, she's very powerful and we all know her ability, she can manipulate basically weather, which essentially tells us she is what she works in the realms of nature. Now, if we take the word nature, natural, natural principles and the nichiru, which is what the black Egyptians called the, the deities, which were pretty much the hands of the one most high that you call God at work. So they said you can't see the one most high. But you can break down basically the energies of the one most high being God in its in its separate forms. So, for example, the way the lightning hit, the way um, the sun came out, the way the birds chirped, the way the water dripped basically down the waterfall through basically the sounds of nature that the black Egyptians, the ancestors, they pretty much they gave the names basically to those particular energies and they gave it a name. So storm, in essence, is pretty much a metaphysical principle of the the, the hands of the, of the the hands of the one most high that we literally call of course um of course god which is very dope and amazing because we're dealing with nature we're dealing with the natural principles um it's very amazing and it's very dope now we take this on all aspects also because from different civilizations different ancient cultures they also gave the names of what they heard through their own ancestral tongue where they interpreted light code transmissions, energies, sounds, in that realm of silence when, where thought basically doesn't exist, when you have a quiet mind, you receive, you receive abundance from the universe. And with that abundance, that silence, you actually now write and feel what you see from the most powerful tool um, in the body to a degree, the tongue. The tongue is essentially where the magic, of course, literally happens. In the Bible, they say, um, the most deadliest tool, I believe I'm saying it correctly, is the two jagged tongue, which is the, the, the mouth, the tongue. You, know, you can bless yourself or you can curse yourself. All of that to basically say, um, you know, those particular people from a long time ago understood that concept and gave the name to the way they saw, like I said, the birch chirp, the, uh, the sun come up, the lightning struck and so forth. And of course, the reason we're referring to the Black Egyptian Kemetic um, aspects of this video right here and this podcast is because we're dealing with the Black with the with the Black Goddess Storm. Now, what's really dope is the reason Storm is also depicted black is because if you look at the Earth's soil, it's actually brown and black. So we're dealing basically where we're dealing with life, we're dealing with fermentation, and uh, we're dealing with growth, we're dealing with nature. Uh, we're dealing with principles, we're dealing with natural principles of the one most of, of our existence. And actually, let me pause the Ryan Plex, I'm speaking so fast. I promised I promise myself I wouldn't. So I get so excited about these type of topics because I'm, I'm, I love metaphysics and I love comic books, as we know. So essentially, um, the black skin of storm symbolizes the earth the black earth. When you go deep beyond the grass, you pick the soil up, it's brown, and of course, literally, it's black. So you're dealing with, of course, um, growth. So she is pretty much that principle of nature. And she also symbolizes also balance. When we are in a nice balanced state, 
you know, we are like a lake. You know, everything is, is, is warm. Everything is cool. Everything is balanced. Our energies, our emotions, which is basically energy in motion, which, which is literally what Storm utilizes to, of course, ignite the abilities that she has to manipulate weather. She puts the energy into motion and she births that basically into form. And the reason I say she births that into form is because she's feminine. Any form of life for it to exist has to go through the vagina, has to go through life, that cosmic womb, the black womb. It has to go through that womb, basically, of course, for it to literally be birthed out. But the intent, the intent now, the intent, the intent, the intent, which starts life is literally is masculine. So what we're saying is for that, when that sperm is in that womb, making its way um, to making its making its way basically to hit that egg to basically to to formulate that baby that is the essence of life being created now a lot of women or possibly guys might, might get pissed off at me by saying this but this is how i see it men create life which is the intent women incubate the life for nine months and life pops out so you have intent which is desire that male sperm and then you have love and incubation which is the womb nine months and pow life comes to be so essentially when we're dealing with storm in her essence she utilizes she utilizes those two principles of energy emotion that it, that spark of energy is intent the motion of it actually going going forth into utilizing her powers is the is the process and what she ever decides to manipulate in regards to the weather that's pretty much the the matter and of course matter comes back from the word so matter so the word mother goes back to the latin word which is mater matter because women they give birth to things they're matter they're feminine they you know they are they represent the physical basically they, rep they represent spirit into matter for spirit and soul to be incubated into form it needs to be in matter which is a feminine principle so all of that to basically say her skin represents the earth it represents the feminine principle, the woman. It represents um, the vagina. It represents the breast. It represents her earthly nature. It represents everything coming to be, everything balanced, everything nice. It represents mother nature on every galactic level. And every single person who watches this video, watches this video, or hears this podcast, regardless of creed, race, gender, sex, whatever tongue that you're actually whatever cultural tongue that you are born with, whatever, whatever race and colour you are, you can relate to this principle because within your own culture, within your own ancestral DNA, this story that I'm actually saying that I'm pushing forward to in regarding to the metaphysics of storm is within your culture somewhere, but it comes from a different light, a different mindset, um, a different culture, but it's still the same story that's been told centuries and centuries and centuries down the line. Now, the eyes of storm are white. Why are the why are why are her, sorry why are the storms sorry storm speak so fast why are the eyes of the storm white simply she symbolizes the moon the moon what does the moon do the moon is balance it calms you down when you look at the moon it's highly magnetic it's emotional it's energy in motion or water in motion because 80 70 to 80 percent of the body is water the moon has a magnetic um, cause and effect on the body that causes your emotions to rise up and down that's that's been proven scientifically um and you can check that out literally for yourself and it's also embedded embedded within the realms of course of 
um, astrology. Also, the moon is what moves the, the waves in the water. So when you're looking at that, when you're on the beach and you're seeing the move, the waves going back and forth, it's the Earth's magnetic pull. So it's the moon's magnetic pull that's pulling the waves back and forth. So what we're saying is storm is also magnetic, of course, in nature, because she's feminine. She draws energy in and she projects it basically, of course, out. Now, the moon is beautiful. It's it's kind. It's 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 soft. It's nice. You look at the light. You you, you if you look at the moon, you you be like, ah, oh, so nice, so blissful. So it has that feminine principle attached, literally to it. But one thing that a lot of a lot of people forget is for the moon to shine, the sun has to be behind it because it's the rays, it's the light of the sun that shines its light onto the moon, and we have sunlight. So what we're actually saying is, from that particular principle is, when we are balanced, when our feminine and masculine energies are balanced, when we have balance, in a balance, we have a balanced, of course, literary life. And of course, it speaks about man and woman. It speaks about man and woman coming together, making life. It speaks about love. It speaks about romance. It's magnetic. It's electric. Um, it speaks about the yin and the yang. You know, we all, we've all heard of read stories, comic books, we've seen it in the movies where they always refer to the moon as a feminine principle. Like you see romantic movies, TV shows or comics, you know, you're, you know, like, you know, you make me, you know, you shine like the moon at night. And I'm, you know, it's, it's always been embedded in there. So this is why basically her, 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 her literally her eyes are white because she's igniting the energy of, of course, um, of, the, of the moon. So, Storm in general, she's, um, she's a principle. She's a dynamic energy of, of nature. She's the manifestation of the intent, basically into form, into matter. And of course, when she's chaotic and she's angry, that symbolizes also us being, un, being emotionally unstable, being sad, being angry, being depressed, being mentally unstable, being sick, being ill, being angry, projecting anger, you know, just really being harshing ourselves or really just lashing out on people projecting you know we you know we be, our, our mind becomes like what like a storm you know which is at, which is of course we're speaking about storm so it's very interesting that when you look at storm she's very compassionate she's very kind she's very humble um because she symbolizes the mother you know she symbolizes that feminine balanced principle but when she gets agitated when she gets angry when she lashes out she literally she literally just she explodes. And one thing I wanted to actually read to you is I was just Googling, funny enough, on uh, uh, what her name actually meant. So this is from Google and it says in X-Men issue 133 of volume one, Oro state, uh, states the beauty is the English translation of her name. In the comics, she's related to the, uh, to the, you know, in the comics, she is stated to be Kenyan. So it is assumed that her name is Kenyan and in Swahili, which appears to be spoken by some people in Kenya. Oro actually means soft, sensitive, and delicate. And of course, we're speaking about the feminine principle, we're speaking about, you know, women. Women in general, not in general, women, their, their voice is much softer than men. Skin is much softer than men. The energy is much softer than men. Everything about them is soft, delicate, and just completely balanced and nice. And that's because when the man comes home, her feminine energy automatically grounds the man with just her being around him. 
doesn't have to be no sexual content, doesn't have to be any physical content. She can just say a couple of words, hi, how are you? But in her sensitive voice, and the energy that she projects forward, all about love, energy, magnetic um, pulse that vibrates literally from the womb, up the body, through the tongue, and really, really grounds the male, really grounds the man. You know, just a man being around a woman, basically, her energy will literally ground you. But obviously you have to find that right woman and you have to find that right man. But that's another conversation and that's, a, that's another process in itself. So if you are single, you will find what you need to find when you basically are balanced and you're looking after yourself. And of course, you're loving yourself 100%. You're doing you, being you. Those particular people or those particular things that you want will manifest with your own um, psycho-spiritual um, growth and of course I'm talking about cycle will literally mean here when this is balanced and this is operating and you're nice and calm and you're quiet and you can actually think and have silence for a second even you start to deplete any of the nonsense garbage that you, that's been pumped into your system through the conditioning for the tv for the books for the movies whatever it might be you start to, to deplete that nonsense and then pow you know you're quiet and then things make more sense so you can actually think from your own organic thoughts which are speaking to you through this through your consciousness which through your consciousness you know and what i mean by that is real intelligence real intelligence real real intelligence isn't what you get from gurus teachers um um leaders um you know authorities within religion um from saints books whatever you want to call it Real intelligence basically comes within because all of the information that's been given, give, that's been given, given to us, regardless if you agree or disagree with the, the particular information and knowledge it comes from, it comes from thought, memory, time, knowledge. It's the past. It comes from the past. But when you're in a state of observation, and a state of observation means thought ceases. And the best way I can give you an example is basic. I can give you an example is basically this. When you're having a conversation with somebody, right, a conversation with somebody, and what happens basically is they say something to you, and you're like, mm, and you're like, oh my gosh, I get it. As they say, the light bulb, you know, clicks. You get it. But what they don't tell you is, this is what happens. When you have that moment of insight, and it's insight because it's an inward process, when you get enlightened, it's an inward process, not an outward process, you observe, you, your thinking stops, memory stops, time stops, and basically knowledge stops. Within that split second, when all of that stops, your true consciousness res that's resided within you it just rises up like a phoenix, pow, and it just goes off within the mind. And then you relay that information to that particular person, and, but that information gets locked in with time, memory, and knowledge because you brought it forth into existence through here, here, and literally through there. But that particular knowledge, that knowledge right there, didn't come from a guru, a saint, a teacher, an authority figure, a book, a comic book. You didn't, you didn't, you didn't, it wasn't, it, wasn't an, it wasn't an artificial form of knowledge. It was your own inner, inner knowledge that, come, that came from literally from, of course, within. 
you know, just like in the scene in the Matrix when Neo was fighting Morpheus and Morpheus goes up to him and says, um, when, it, when he's training him, and he's like, do you think that's real air you're breathing? And then Neo's like, and then he, he observes thought, memory, time, and knowledge ceases. And what happens? He starts sparring Morpheus like a nutcase because he, he's not operating from the past. He's operating from the isness of being, being now where there is no thought. He goes back into the observation of himself and he's like, this isn't real. I'm basically, what I'm trying to say to you is you are not your thoughts. Your thoughts are just catalogued experiences that you've catalogued throughout your experiences. You are not your thoughts. You are separate to your thoughts. Your thoughts are not you. Whatever experiences that you've had and you keep replaying, they are not of you. You've catalogued them through the experiences you've had in life, but they are not you. So that's pretty much kind of lost the, the board and train of thought. But I wanted to get that in because a lot of people, this may, this may help a lot of people because you are not your thoughts. Whatever friction, division, whatever people have basically done to you and messed up, messed with you. If you was to, if, when you have a conflict with somebody, someone causes you conflict, someone, someone tells you to F off and you see that person, the reason you get angry is not because they've caused you the conflicts, because you replay the thought. The thought keeps replaying in your mind. So the thought agitates your mind and you're causing friction, division, tension, anger, and you get sick and you get tired because you mentally start tapping and zapping your own energy. You become your own Morbius, the living vampire from Spider-Man. You start sucking your own energy and you get depleted. So they're not causing you the friction, you are. But when you observe that situation without any emotional judgment of the experience that took place, without any emotions added to it, without any thought added to it, without, without anything, you just observe that situation when that person told you to F off. You won't feel any, any emotion towards them. You won't agree or disagree. You'll be like, wow, because it's meaningless because you've stopped, the, you've removed the time, memory and knowledge. So it becomes, you, you, it becomes an observation where you, that Krishnamurti would say, you, the observer, are now looking at that person, which is the observed. So it's two images looking at each other without any judgment, any experience, because it doesn't exist. So we cause our own detriment every single day by the words that we actually, by the, the thoughts we put into our system. Anyways, kind of one of track, but I had to get it out there. So in a nutshell, peeps, um, I think that's pretty much what I wanted to say. That's pretty much the symboli, sorry, symbolic principles of the one that you literally call Storm. And of course, Storm is nature, so she asks us to go into nature. She asks us to walk barefoot on the grass, to get rooted and grounded by, of course, the electromagnetic field of the earth. If you just do barefoot walking on the grass, you automatically get healed, automatic, automatically, automatically get grounded because you're in touch with Mother Nature. It's like when the baby you know, touches that woman's breast for the first time and feeds on it. You are connected with um, the mother. She asks us to be in nature. She asks us to relax, to enjoy, to be where there's harmony, where there's sounds, animals, birds, waterfalls, so you can actually be quiet and basically peaceful inwards, so you can actually tap into your own inner nature. Storm also rep represents um, our environment. You know, me living in the city, you know, it's polluted, I don't sleep that well, I get sick now and again. When I was in Turkey, pure air, pure food, pure water, pure everything, and I was healthy. So she also asks us to also check our environment. And that's essentially something that we all 
can can implement slowly and slowly. I know obviously in regards to the situation, this whole corona lockdown thing, people may be up and down in regards to balance, but you know, don't let the whole 2020 get to you, man. Um, don't live in, don't say, oh, it's 2020 again. Don't live in that mindset because you automatically will sentence yourself to death, death. Do what you gotta do, be in harmony within yourself and implement the seed of having, a, of, a, of implementing nature within your life, you know. Have like plants in your house, go to the park. Um, just be in the realms of nature and be as much natural as you can be. And of course, eating the right foods, thinking correctly, sleeping correctly. Being in tune with yourself is nature. It is storm. And when you see storm in the X-Men, this is all she symbolizes and literally, of course, more. With that being said, I hope everyone has enjoyed this breakdown of the one they called Storm. I do love Storm in X-Men. I cannot wait to see who gets played, uh, who gets cast at a Storm when Storm comes into the, uh, comes into the MCU. Um, I know 100% she'll have to get her own movie. Um, but I look forward to the X-Men. I look forward to the Fantastic Four coming back to the MCU and all of the other characters. With that being said, beautiful people, hope everyone is well and, of course, literally doing well. Um, of course, make sure you smash, subscribe, um, yeah, on YouTube, Instagram, IGTV, podcast, whatever you want to call it, because this is also good from now on. All of these episodes are going to go on my podcast, and I really, really can't wait um, to do them on a daily basis. And with that being said, um, I guess what does Storm symbolise to you? Question number one. Question number two, what did you think, basically, of this video slash podcast? I'd love to know your thoughts literally down, of course, um, below. And that's pretty much me. And of course, if you want to ask me anything and everything, drop your comments literally down below, of course. Here. Of course, shout out to the feminine principle. Shout out to the females out there. I literally all love you. I'm single out here, you get me? No, but you have to respect the women. And of course, you have to respect respect the men. We have to have balance in society, not just praising the women. I'm not, I'm not praising the just praising the women, I'm not praising the men, or vice versa. Praise each other, love yourselves, whoever you are. And whoever you are, wherever you are, love yourself and respect yourself 100, um, literally, percent. Much love to the feminine principle, again, because we're doing basically this on the one they've called um, Storm. We love you 100%, repeating myself. And that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, 22 minutes podcast, video, can't go wrong, love it. With that being said, well, wait, I've already said this. Subscribe, all that good stuff, and I'll catch every single one of you in a bit. Peace.